The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 126, recorded on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the KyberCast team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. Happy New Year, Michael Diaz. We're getting one last show in before the end of the year, and uh, we'll just keep going. We keep going. How are you? I'm doing good. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah. Saw the kids, and you know, I'm ready to relax. We have one more weekend here before work starts again, and everything goes back to whatever normal is going to be for the rest of our lives. Um <laughs> I mean, this stuff's never going to go away. So either we either we decide to live with it as people, or we just stay in our hordes and or whatever, um, packed away like lemmings everywhere we go. But uh, you know, it sucks. But hopefully, hopefully, it's a better year for everybody. So I hope so. I'd like to start. I'd like to go back to the theater more often. Yeah, I went a couple times this year, but. I think I went twice. Shang-Chi and Spider-Man, that was it. Yeah, and Dune. Oh, yeah, and Dune. That's right, duh. So three, three big movies. Three big movies. That's about, yeah. about what it's going to take for me to <clears throat> to get out there. Um, and there's not going to be a Star Wars movie till 2023, so that's not going to bring me there. Even if then. If then, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, we're two years away, and they haven't even started. Right. As far as we know. But, yeah. Well, I mean... How I mean, it wasn't two years away, but we got our first look at The Force Awakens well over a year before the movie came out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they hyped the hell out of that. But Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And it worked. It made a lot of money. They did. So, just like they're well, hyping in, be, another uh, show. Avatar 2 is coming out next Christmas, so sure I know you're hyped for that. Sure. How come they haven't shown anything of that? <laughs> Not even a teaser. That, that's never coming out, by the way. Well, the funny thing is... Two and three are supposedly filmed. Uh-huh. Yeah, with what is Betamax camera that he did in his basement? They're not, they didn't do anything. They did. Apparently, uh, but they haven't filmed uh, four or five. So if two and three bomb, we're not going to get the whole story. You're not going to get any of it. None of it's going to be released. I think so. Well, we'll see. There's a, uh, because they got a, what's her name? Uh, well, I know they got Sigourney Weaver back, and there was all this news about how, you know, the crew had to learn how to uh, breathe underwater. Not breathe underwater. Hold their breath underwater. Learning how to breathe underwater would be quite impressive. But no, mm-hmm. they had to hold their breath for extended periods of time, and apparently uh, Kate Winslet was the champ. She could hold her breath for five straight minutes underwater, which, wow. that's impressive. But the head, James Cameron's head, hand was on her head, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's horrible and funny. At the well, he's a hard director to work with. That's why. That's why I said that. Yeah. <clears throat> but we'll never see that. But I knew see a movie that they have been hyping for a while. And they put out the third trailer, which you put in the news. And that's the Batman. Yeah. This new trailer really focuses on the relationship between Batman and Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Did, I mean, it looks I think good. It looks, I think it makes the film look more well-rounded. Like yes. it's gonna be more than just you know, dark side or whatever, but not the character dark side, just the darkness of Batman. Um, I, listen, I'm I'm hyped for it. I can't wait to see that. It's in March. That that'll probably if things aren't crazier, but chances are that's a that's a theater release for me. I'll go to the theater to see that one. Do you think it looks too dour? I don't know. I think. <laughs> excuse me. I think it could be. I think there's some interesting hints in there, like, is the Riddler his brother? There's a lot of Wayne stuff in there. There is. There is. And I and also, I don't know. Just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the trailers. I, I fully appreciate Batman 
being dark, it should be dark. Right. Um, and I think Nolan hit the right balance because he can't be all dark all the time. Hopefully there's some humor in the movie. That's what you need. You need some of the, maybe he's witty. Maybe, you know what I mean? We'll see. Well, even, you know, I, I think back to the Christian Bale and, you know, Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan, Batman. And, you know, obviously the real mask of Batman is Bruce Wayne, not Batman. Right. And I thought there were some key scenes in that trilogy where they really kind of captured it. Like when they showed, you know, all like that, 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 that scene where, you know, Bruce Wayne shows up at a restaurant and the, the models are swimming in the, in the fountain there and people right. are complaining. So he just buys the restaurant. And right. He really plays off this, you know, international playboy type persona. And that's the point to shift away attention. So that way people don't think he's Batman. Right. And that's a good balance. And in this trailer, uh, I don't know who it is speaking to him, uh, to Bruce Wayne, this time Robert Patton, uh, saying, you know, there's more you could be doing for the city. And every scene you see is with Robert Patton as Bruce Wayne. Right. He just looks so dour and down and. Yeah, but we don't know if we're cutting to the same scene that the guy's talking to him with or. You know, we don't know. It's just, oh, I know. I know. It's just, it's just and, goth, and this, goth man. This could be like, you know, everything we saw, all the trailers for, you know, the Spider-Man No Way Home, right. where the bulk of the scenes we're seeing are the first 20 minutes. Right. right. So, I mean, again, haven't seen the movie. I'm not judging it, prejudging it. I'm just wondering, you can go too dark with Batman. You got to have some light. Right. So that's my concern. I'm like, again. Haven't seen the movie. I might watch it and go, this is amazing. But, it looks amazing to me. I mean, it looks. It looks you know, good. You got. Um, and Zoe Kravitz looks interesting as Catwoman. Um, boy, she got the best part of the genes from Lenny and Lisa, huh? Yes, very much so. <laughs> God, it's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Talent, intelligence, good. and attractiveness. Uh, she yeah, got it yeah. all. No kidding. It's not fair. Some people, that's a hell of a gene pool. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's March, so that's coming up fairly quick. Makes me think of, you know, get me to spring, which that's all I'm worried about right now because I hate winter. So You're in the wrong state. Absolutely. Actually, maybe not this year. <laughs> Thanks, global warming. <laughs> well, if it ever gets true, I mean, Michigan will be the most sought after place to live on the planet um we've got the fresh water and you know we have the best beach in the world with once california goes in well i guess the next state would whatever's next to california will be worth more money then <laughs> after california falls vegas vegas will be huge nevada you know the, the vegas fake right. las vegas beach i think they made a movie about that yeah superman i know but that was because of an earthquake, not because of our own doing on it, you know. Well, it's oh. just our own doing. But all right. Not much other news, guys. It's the holiday week, so not much has been put out there. Um, we didn't really seek that much because we have a big show to talk about today. We have uh, a spoiler review of Book of Boba Fett coming up. But before we get there, let's share uh, our geeks this week. Michael, yours looks like a comic book. Yeah, for Christmas, I got the Green Lantern Omnibus Volume 1, which, if anyone's familiar, this is collecting uh, a chunk of Jeff Johns' acclaimed run that basically revitalized and just was amazing. Um, for those of you not in the know, uh, there was a period there in the 90s where um, Hal Jordan, who was you know the preeminent Green Lantern for years and years and years. Uh, he went crazy. And this is actually tied way back to the death of Superman. Do you know any of this, Joe? Nope. Well, I know the death of Superman, but I don't know the... I never well, during the death of Superman, Mongol shows up and he wants to, you know, kick Superman's ass. Or actually, I take that back. He comes back and, you know, it's when there's the debate as to who's the Superman. There's the four pretenders. And he comes to Earth and he destroys was it coast city isn't that where um green lantern's hometown coast city something like that 
you you would yeah. know. Um, the only Green Lantern thing I've ever really seen was Super Friends and Ryan Reynolds. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, huge Green Lantern fan here. So Mongol shows up and he destroys Coastal City. And uh, Hal Jordan's like, I, he basically goes crazy and decides, I need to bring him back somehow. I need more power. So he starts fighting and killing other Green Lanterns to take their rings. Oh, nice. And... Obviously, um, that's not good. He's basically Sinestro. Yeah, basically. I mean, there's this famous cover of him holding his hand and they're covered in rings. And he's all doing this all to try and bring back mm-hmm. uh, Coastal City. Long story short, he becomes a bad guy named Parallax. But then they retcon that and they reveal that Parallax is this evil entity. And it's I know who over- Parallax is because that's from the Ryan yeah, Reynolds movie. The- right, exactly. Uh, but Parallax is basically supposed to be like, you know, the avatar of um, fear or something like that. And Parallax actually, I think, powers the yellow power rings, but took over mm-hmm. Hal Jordan. He becomes, but he becomes this, you know, terrible supervillain. And then he ends up dying. Oh, geez. I think reigniting the sun or something like that. He, he, so he becomes a hero again in the last, his last moments. And then he's dead. And then it moves on to Kyle Rayner and all these other green liners. Long story short, which is not, I'm not doing a very good job of, but basically Jeff Johns brought Hal Jordan back through a book called Green Lantern Rebirth. And then from there, he reclaimed his throne as the, you know, Green Lantern of Earth. And they did amazing things. Uh, Jeff Johns came up with the whole color spectrum. That's why there's Red Lanterns. That's my hat that I actually have on. I got that. I was wondering what that was. It's cool. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my God. I got it. And Shay was like. What do you eat? Well, like what? It's it goes cool without hat. saying, but it is. Well, a cool yeah, hat. I mean, I'm a, I'm a geek. There's no question. I know, but I'm like, who, who's going to know what this logo is? I mean, there's so many sports teams and stuff out there. I know what it is. Who, who cares? Now, if you look yeah. under the brim, which obviously our listeners can't, there actually is some comic book art from Red Lanterns. Anyway, all that to say, Green Lantern Omnibus Volume One. There are, I think, a three total omnibus, so I'm going to spend a lot more money. Uh, I can't wait to dig into it because it's just the revitalization and renaissance of Green Lantern again. So that's my geek this week. All right. Well, I had two. Um, I'm going to start with The Witcher 2, season two. Finished it. Really good. Um, did you watch? You don't watch any Witcher, have you? No, no. I, I did hear that the first season, uh, you really had to pay attention. It was kind of disjointed yeah. on purpose was that the same for the second no season? no no it's just basically going through the storyline now okay. um basically the way they did it was kind of show the origins of everybody at different times that's why season one kind of works actually you don't really know the origin of the witcher himself but uh you get to know his character so um season two really good you know want more definitely ends with no resolution um so clearly well, there is a resolution, but it's more of a reveal. Uh, so I won't give any spoilers on that, but uh, definitely worth the time. Like, if you have nothing to watch, Michael, watch that. But Henry Cavill's so good. Like, I don't know. He's, he's just really good in it. And um, the acting's good in it. The story's good. Everything's shot well. Um, it's great for a series show. Um, I think you should, you know, definitely worth it. But you're not a fantasy guy, so it's really hard. I know that. So, um, totally get it but uh i like the show michelle likes it we we burn through that one and then more importantly i watched uh arcane and i gotta tell you it is the best animation anything i've seen in 15 years it's been I, we're gonna talk book of boba fett and um even all better than about, the star wars shows Oh, yeah, as an animation, the way the the way it's drawn, it's just it's beautiful. Okay, it's one yeah one hundred percent. Star Wars has its thing, but I'm talking from story from something I don't know anything about. It's based off League of Legends. Doesn't matter. I don't play that. It doesn't even do like video game things. Maybe there's Easter eggs that I don't know about, and that doesn't matter. Right. But the story is great, and you care about these characters, especially the uh, sisters. Um. I don't know. All I've been thinking about is this week is that even though I just watched Book of Boba Fett in my head is arcane. It's just, it's so well done. Um, my opinion, clearly. 
Um, I think it's a miss if you don't watch it. I think it's a huge, huge miss if you don't watch that show. Really? Anybody listening that likes stuff. Yeah. I just think it's it's just so incredible. It is artwork. It is it is so beautifully drawn. Um but more importantly, extremely well written. Extremely interesting. There's there's nine episodes. Each three episodes is kind of an arc that kind of has you know, chapters in a book or whatever, but uh really, really good, man. I can't I cannot recommend something more than that show. How did you come about it then? Um, I was talking with it with my son. I saw it on there. He goes, he goes, yeah, it looks pretty good. And um, a couple other people on podcasts that was really good that I listened to. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'll watch the first couple episodes. And then in two days it was done. <laughs> I had to watch the whole thing. Wow. So, really pulled you in. It did. The art, I mean, I, it's just so good. I mean, I, I love your thoughts because I know that you enjoy um, animation. Um, but I do. <laughs> excuse I'll me, check it out. work. It's just it's well it's so well done, unbelievable. So yeah, it's on Netflix. You said it's on Netflix, and they are working on a season two. Um, the voice of one of the main characters is um. Oh my gosh, why am I going blank? Um, Hawkeye. What's her name? Haley Stanfield? Yeah, she's one of the voices. Really? Yeah. So, I, I don't know anything about League of Legends, and apparently neither do you. Is that is it superheroes? Is it fantasy? Is it sci-fi? People. It's sci-fi, almost steampunk. The way oh, this is drawn. Gotcha. Yeah. More sci-fi. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to check it out. But quick thing, going back to Henry Cavill. Uh, now, this is kind of a rumor, but... Well, first off, we still don't know if he's ever coming back as Superman, which is too bad. He's a fantastic Superman. Apparently, he's doing a fantastic job on The Witcher as well, from what you're saying. For sure. But uh, there was some discussion. I guess... Uh, I, I, may, I don't know if I want to include this as news, but it made me think of it. Uh, apparently, uh, people are trying to push... For Henry Cavill to join the MCU as Captain Britain. That'd be interesting. And yeah, people are lobbying Kevin Feige to make that happen. Now, obviously, fans I think he's another character that much play. power. I don't need a Captain Britain. <laughs> you don't like Captain Britain? I don't need it. I don't. I shouldn't say I don't like it. I don't know anything about him other than like let's make a Captain America for Britain. All right. Great. Uh no, it's nothing like that actually. Right. Captain Britain. Well, depends on which origin they're going with, but. He's either powered by magic or he's a mutant. Why don't we have a Captain Canada and then a Captain Afghanistan and then a Captain... There is. There is. South Africa and a Captain... Captain, you know, Finland. They could all fight each other for world domination. Oh, Actually, there is a... (laughs) (laughs) There there are a couple other uh, captains. There's... uh, Captain Britain, he's nothing like Captain America. He was... uh, Apparently, there's always been a Captain Britain. There, you know, he guards the British Isle. Blah blah blah, Man. and kind of magic attached at the moment. But there have been times in the past they've he's been a mutant. His sister is Psylocke. I don't know who that is from the X Men. Okay. Oh. All anyway, right. that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. Hey, it's that time. We'll take a little break. Uh, if you can, if you, or if you want to, you don't have to, but you want to check us out on Patreon to give us a you know, little, little push for the end of the new year, check us out at patreon.com slash kybercast and maybe help us out. If not, uh, no big deal, but we're there at patreon.com slash kybercast. All right, Michael, do you really want to review the Matrix Resurrections as one of our main topics? Because I didn't watch it, but you can review it. <laughs> I can't wait till you watch it. Um, yeah. I just don't know when that's going to happen. Like, I'm not going to promise it because I just don't. I think my, Michelle wants to watch the three, and I'm like, I don't want to watch all of them again. But um, uh, well, I, as I noted a couple of weeks ago on this uh, podcast, I did watch the first one again and just marveled at how good it is. Yeah, the first one's a good movie. It's fantastic, but it, you know, 
it, watching it again reminded me where it leaves off. Where basically, you know, Neo says, you know, I'm going to wake everyone up and I'm going to show them a new world. And I'm going to, you know, right. very, very Highlander-like ending. And then we did not get that in two or three. So I didn't even bother to watch this, the two second of the what, revolutions, rev, whatever, whatever the two other ones were. Our, Matrix, our word. That's all you know. Yeah. Every single one is Matrix, our word. But uh, didn't watch those. But like I said, refresh myself because I knew from the trailers and all the discussion going into this, that this was not a retread, but kind of, and not a reboot, but kind of. Yeah. So we'll, we'll discuss it more at length, but I, I just wanted to say, yes, I did. I know I watched the first half last week when we recorded and right. we, we finished it up. So. so, all right. On a scale of one to 10 of Joe has to watch this cause it's that good. Give me the scale because then I'll decide. But I honestly me, can't say. I think this is sure you can because, like I'm telling you, for Arcane, that's a ten. Like you need to watch this. Yeah, but the reason it's hard is because there are some things that yeah, you and I agree. We're like yes, a hundred percent. We're probably going to agree almost entirely on Book of Boba Fett. I'm pretty sure. Maybe, maybe. <clears throat> I, but there are times like you know where we are. You we could not be any more divisive or far Correct. apart. Right. And that's why I want to, you to watch The Matrix Resurrections because I obviously know how I feel about it. And I was surprised. You know, I, I, I posted on my social media after I watched it. And then I got some comments. Immediately, the first two comments were like, yeah, I loved it. Uh, this is X, Y, and Z, why I loved it. But then I had some other people say, Oh my God, it's awful. Why did I waste my time on that? So I think, I don't think there's much of a middle ground on this movie. That's why I'm curious as, because like I said, people either love it or really do not like it. All right. I'll try and give it a shot by next week. Um, so that's all. I Maybe, I, I don't know. We might be on the same page as this, but I don't know. Like I said, it's just so divisive. I, that's why I'm curious. Right. Okay. Well, listen. I'll give it a shot soon. More importantly, I finally get to talk Star Wars. It's been a long time since we get to talk some serious Star Wars on here with the release of the Book of Boba Fett, Disney Plus. And I've got a lot to talk about here. I've got notes that I've written down, which I usually don't, but I want to make sure I covered some things. Um, first of all, uh, Michael, do you want to give your thought? I mean, you, we can go through the story, which fair it's like 30 some minutes so there's not much story actually in this one um first of all i can understand why people may not like this episode totally get it i however really liked it, the episode i consider this more of a prologue maybe rather than an actual episode and i think that you know of anything it was too short and they probably should have had episode one and two released you know that's my first take. Which Disney has done in the past. Yeah, well, for Hawkeye, they just did it. Um, right. I think that, but I really, really enjoyed the episode. That being said, I understand coming off of The Mandalorian, when you saw episode one of Mandalorian, you had that great reveal of Grogu, and you end Mandalorian with the Luke Skywalker reveal, that people had expect expectations of some giant reveal here. And we didn't get that. Uh but I think that's okay. You can't have these giant. I don't think everything has to have that formula. Like let this thing breathe. But uh, I, I, I don't, on the outset, I really, really like this episode. But uh, what say you? I'm in full agreement. I very much enjoyed this episode. I will say it's not. I, I don't know what I expected, but this was not necessarily it. But I understand why this episode is the way it is. And like I said, I agree on your point because. You know, the fact that they teased Boba Fett in seasons one and two of Mandalorian before bringing him back fully. And we got I him. Mean, right. Yeah, we got him in season two of Mandalorian. We, Yeah, but they teased him before. Yeah, yeah. You know, they did. Shen, like, yeah. Yeah. Was it, the, was it the first episode? Yeah, the Spurs. Yeah. No, no. That goes back to season one. Yeah, because that's what I mean, teasing. Yeah, they teased him yeah. way back but then. I'm talking like season <laughs> two. When uh, <clears throat> season they, one, yeah, they showed him. Season two, episode one, they they showed him. Yeah, but but we still didn't know it was him then. We knew. All we knew was was it him or was it one of the clones? Right. 
we suspected. And then as we found out more, like, you know, when you, you know, you found the sheriff with the armor and stuff like that. Well, that was part of it, but right. so yes, it was a very big suggestion. And then obviously, yes, it's him and people freak out. Right. And then, uh, you know, him using slave one with those, um, those bombs and taking out when they're at the base. Oh my God. The great visuals, great sound. All I have to say, it was a huge deal that Boba Fett's back. And it was such a boom. And then this episode starts with, how did we get here? Right. It's a prologue. And, and here's, the thing, too, is that this episode is b- b- more well-written than people may think. The, the the story is Stranger in a Strange Land. And then both parts of this episode, because he, he starts in the back to tank, and there's a flashback, which I listened to another podcast in uh, called Rebel Force Radio, and one of the guests said, well, it's a flashback to... So I kind of thought that was funny. Oh, God. Dad jokes. Yeah. So he's in the flashback to, and, you know, right away, Sarlacc Pit, which I'm telling you right now, I'm happy they did it quickly. I'm happy they did it him by himself because I think that's a big deal for the character that he's been alone. Yes. Um, I mean, that's a big deal. Uh, he, in the flashbacks, they show, <laughs> excuse me, they show, um, the helmet of Jango Fett. He's holding it. Mm-hmm. So it's, he's, he's, he's but you residual damage from that. He's by himself. And then basically the whole time he's by himself. <laughs> Did you notice that that scene of him holding the helmet wasn't from Attack of the Clones? Uh, it was an alternate cut. Right. It's an it's alternate special, scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we had not seen that before. We had not right. seen that scene. Right, which is but cool. it was nice that they were able to recycle some footage that was obviously cut. Yeah, but Daniel Logan, yeah, new to us, right? Um, but it's an important part. Like this is a character study of how he's changing, mm-hmm. right? So he he comes out of the Sarlacc pit and he's literally stripped of all his power. Mm-hmm. And those Jawas were just dicks. <laughs> he comes out. When aren't they? <laughs> but they just like take all his shit that he moves and they just kick him in the face and they laugh and then they run back in like they're just assholes man um but he's just a dude in a jumpsuit he's just a human guy right and basically they're, they're, they're humanizing him and that's okay yeah and i even like the fact that the jumpsuit the all-white jumpsuit was yeah. very similar to what we saw the clones wearing right and there's the thing there's a lot of people review out there because I don't need to know. He was such a man of mystery and now they're just taking that away. I'm like, that was taken away in episode two, 20 years ago. Right. So I don't know what you're worried about. Like we found out who Boba Fett was. He's another clone. So like, he's not a man of mystery anymore. He's been, we know what he looks like. He looks like Tamora Morrison. Back then there was no, you know, the mystery was gone 20 years ago. So now it's like, don't give me that kind of line that you're taking the mystery away from him. We know he, what he is and, you know. And people say, well, he's a villain throughout. The, he he wasn't. Even in Empire Strikes Back, he's not a villain. He's a bounty hunter. Bounty right. hunters aren't necessarily evil. See Mandalorian. They're not necessarily right. good either. Um, he gets hired Definitely to do gray. a job. What's that? Definitely gray area. Yeah. Well, there's he's- a code between, hopefully, that's what we're looking at, uh, between bounty hunters and the underworld and he's grown up in that, but he's not necessarily evil. He's just, that's how he made his living. And he's a bounty hunter. Right. So yeah. I'm ahead. okay with that. Yeah. Um, the point is they, he, he comes out of this thing and he's stripped of all power and then he's taken to a, a land by the Tuscans of the, of which he is a very Western, right? Mm-hmm. Dragged by the horses and all that stuff going either, you know, from Native American to however you want to look at it, um, and he, he's got a he's got and indigenous a, people, yeah. And but it's taken from tropes of Western. It's pure Western, hundred yes. percent. Um, and and that's that's where it goes from there. So, um, I thought it was really cool. I did too, and I love the I love the attention to detail. I, I know it's not a huge thing, but. Anyone that ever shows the Tuscan Raiders with their Bantha and they're riding single file, I'm like, yes, you didn't mess it up. 
Right. Because I'm always worried someone's going to mess it up. It's an interesting group of uh, Tusken Raiders. I mean, they have a hierarchy, obviously, there. And yeah, it's interesting that we get women. to see them, you know, not all look exactly the same. Yeah, right. Not not all in the tan outfits, the minions, so to speak. You see a youngling in there. Um, we don't know if they're human inside. Here's my question. We're guessing, but. Well, yeah. At least humanoid, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're built like everybody else. But here's my question. Where are the women and children? Because there was a There's younger women. one. There was a woman there. The woman, that, the woman kicked his ass. That was a woman. Okay. But it was established what in? Uh, episode two. Was it episode two? With women and children? Because Anakin killed them all. <laughs> I yeah. killed all of them. But they had completely different headdresses and whatnot. Yeah. Maybe this is a different tribe. I mean. From what I understand, it's a woman that kicked his ass when he escaped, and he just had that child stick, you know. And then he just the group goes and he sends that one, and that, that was a woman that beat him. Um, <clears throat> but again, this is a rebirth, literally coming out of the Sarlacc pit of Boba Fett, right? So he's he's coming out of this thing. I think you know we're going to spend a little bit of time with with um, the Tusken Raiders. You know, we'll do the first half as like all flashback, even though it takes place in between the show. There's two flashback to scenes. Okay. Um, but he, you know, he is, he does try to escape and that stupid Rodian yells. <laughs> so, but he didn't kill the dog thing, right? Hey, cameo. Hmm. Do you know who the voice was of that Rodian? No. Sam Whitwer. Oh, was it? That's yep. cool. I didn't read the credits. I probably should. Yeah, um, that was Sam. I don't know if it's in the credits. One of the, I think, uh, one of the Star Wars sound guys or something like that uh, revealed it on Twitter like the day after or something. Oh, cool. Um, so it was cool to see a Rodian because you know me, I'm the Greedo guy. I want, his, I want Greedo. Um, but that was a kind of a slimy shit thing to do when even though Boba asked him if he wants to, you want me to cut your bones? <laughs> I mean, get you out. You want to get out of here? Do you want me to cut your bones? <laughs> What? But I'm assuming that Rodian died, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because when they all came back at the end, he was not there. No, yeah, he did. Um. So, anyways, back to the um, Huskin Raider thing. So they go and they go searching for the the the, the youngling takes Boba and the uh, Rodian to, I guess, hunt and gather for food. Pod, or water pods, I guess you could call them, like little coconut type things. Coconuts look like squash oh. and have water. Are those? So I was trying to figure that out. Do they hide those in the desert, or do those grow in the sand? I think they're growing because I think that's where all the and it's near a uh, moisture farm. So maybe in those areas they have them. I'm guessing, which was not the Lars farm. People are like, oh, I'm like that was not Lars's. That's this is five years after, guys. It's well, not the sky. My immediate reaction was, oh my God, is that Lars? And then I was like, <clears> immediately <throat> thought, wait, no, no, no. This is, they're, they've been dead for years. There it's a different house. A long time ago. Yeah, it's just different. It's just, a, that's just another, that's what moisture farms look like, I suppose. Just like we see red barns yeah. everywhere. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a, fine with that. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we see a group of people stealing or taking the water. That, if people read Old Dark Horse, from what I understand, that those are, Tax collectors from Jabba. That's Jabba's symbol. No. no. That's what I read, that it was Jabba's symbol. They, they, they were tax collectors of Jabba taking the water well, from that. I think they're the Red Key Raiders. Could be. I heard that was Jabba's symbol. And I think it's something that maybe that maybe uh, Boba Fett's going to have to deal with, right? How those people treated them. You know. Right. We'll see. So maybe what was your take? What, what what I don't know what 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 you're talking about. So maybe you can shed some light on that. Well, I remember the Red Key Raiders. Um, after Jabba died, there was well, Jabba's not dead here. But Jabba's not dead here. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Oh yeah, it is. It's five years. That's right. Jabba is dead. You're right. Yeah, there was the wreckage of the barge. He, he right, did. That's right. He did. He did. Um, after Jabba died, there was a bit of a power vacuum. Yes, Bib Fortuna retained some power over. A portion of Jabba's empire, but um, blood in the water, you know, criminal elements. That's yeah. why they have the Red Key Raiders in season two. 
uh, you know, giving shit to that town. Remember they that, came into the cantina and all that. That's who those were. Okay. That's, that's what I, that's what, how I understood it. I could be wrong, but um, now that said, I were the red key. I don't remember if the red key Raiders worked for Jabba or at this point in bib. Um, but you say that's that insignia. That's Jabba. I read on right? some other sites that that was Jabba's symbol. It could be. It could be wrong it could be, too. It could be their symbol. Who knows? But right. yeah, if you remember, Red Key Raiders are the ones that showed up in the cantina and were given that town. Basically, they were the right. bad guys that they were trying to hire the Mandalorian right. to, to kick take out of town. Right. I think that's who it was. That's. But I could <clears> be wrong. Okay. Um. So at the end of the but, day, there's we see there's there's a little bit of a hint of craziness happening in Tatooine, of power vacuum, like you said. While that's happening, we get a, they're digging for these things, making them dig. But you know that um, when, when they're digging for these water things and the, the Rodian keeps finding them, like tomorrow, it's like a little competition tomorrow's or tomorrow. Boba Fett is like giving him looks, you know, and he finally finds one, but he cracks it open and drinks it himself. And the Tuscan kid goes to hit him and he just grabs the thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, I could kill you, all of you right now, but I'm being compliant. All right. Um, and he ends well, up giving kill him, him, but no. he, he, he can't necessarily survive in the desert by himself. He doesn't have the skills yet. Right. So, you know, after all that, and they're still digging that, that, and then that giant creature comes up, this, um, uh, throwback to like, you know, clash of the Titans creature, um, which I thought it was cool. I didn't know quite know if it felt star Wars enough, but I felt it was cool. Anyways, it felt very, you make a good, uh, comparison there when you say clash of the Titans, because yes, very stop motion. Yeah, I think they didn't film it that way, but yeah, it felt that way. My first thought was, you remember in the late 70s, they did that, what was the Sinbad, the seventh voyage of Sinbad or something like that? Exactly like that stuff, yeah. Yeah, same kind of, you know, stop motion for the giant monsters. And I think it's kind of an homage, you know, throwback kind of thing. Um, So yeah, yeah, it was good. And they come back and he, you know, obviously poor (laughs) Rodian got a little stomped on. He got his upcomings for being a dick. Yes. Um, so he kills the monster, brings it back. Um, Boba does, you know, gets in the back, chokes it. And then it looks like the kid takes all the credit, right? <laughs> I feel like the he did, he did gesture to. Did he? Okay. I wasn't sure Boba. if the kid was taking all the credit or not. But at the end of the day, the leader hands Boba the, the water as if to say, okay, you're somewhat worthy. So it's going to be a different dynamic. And I think he's going to learn fighting skills here hand-to-hand fighting skills here that we saw in Mandalorian that maybe he didn't necessarily have. Maybe he was just a shooter and he was a badass, but maybe he didn't have all those fighting skills. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's just going to learn a different set of fighting skills to make him more yeah. well-rounded. Kind of like, uh, well, not to make this another geek illusion, but kind of like uh, Deathstroke the Terminator in the DC Universe. He knows he's learned just about everything he can learn as far as fighting styles. I think we're going to see that because, well... We know Django could hold his own against Jedi. That said, from a distance, Boba yeah. was only raised. Well, yeah, but Boba he, he didn't do very well against uh, didn't, uh, against Mace Windu. He didn't hold his own at all. He did not. <laughs> so, no, but against Obi Wan, he did. You know, they've well established that the Mandalorians can, you know, for the for the most part, they're such great warriors they can hold their own against Jedi. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're not always going to win, but. More so than, you know, any stormtrooper or anything. Do you, do you think, on a side note, do you think there'll be a, a summer saying um, Mace Windu come back? Like, like Bobo might find out that Mace is alive and get his revenge because of that scene with uh, the Django scene? Django helmet scene? I don't scene? think so. I don't think so. I, I don't see. And you don't I mean, think. Sam, I keep cutting back. Go ahead. No, it's, I don't. I know Sam Jackson loves Star Wars and would love to come back, but. I don't know how many resurrections can you have in a universe. Well, we didn't see him die; he just fell. Just at the end. If you just fall, <laughs> true. He seemed to fall from a very far, high, high up so there, though. Never fell from a freaking, <laughs> you know, super, super high. Yeah, but he also got struck with a lightsaber before he fell. So right, right. I I don't know. I I don't see Jango coming back. I hope he doesn't come back. I, but because how many like it? How many people are you going to resurrect? Because we just resurrected Boba. Yes, we yeah. find out he didn't actually die, but 
there was a thing that I think George Lucas said at one time. He goes, I probably, sh- there was, a, they were going to show a scene of that in Return of the Jedi of him coming out. Um, but he decided not to, but he, he, he didn't think Boba Fett was a big deal until later on. They and he goes, he, so stupidly. <clears throat> yeah, he said, and then he said something about like, well, once we did the, you know, episodes one, two, and three, he goes, it's kind of a miss that he just died like that. So clearly George Lucas is, uh, and maybe he had this plan for his underground show that Boba Fett might've been. This, we don't know all the things. A lot of this could still be from George, because it still says based on George Lucas, the beginning of the, and then if you look at the credits, it's kind of interesting. They did it in all the old Helvetica green, old Lucasfilm style. Oh, they did. I didn't even notice. <clears throat> Matt's graphic designer. Um, so stranger in a strange land. Now he's going to learn. He's a stranger with the Tuscans. Um, Which to go but, back to your uh, Western illusion, this is very much a man called horse. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Or even dances with wolves, whatever. Right. Right. I mean, th- there's been plenty of these, you know, <laughs> the outsider becomes part of the indigenous group. Like Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I threw that out just for you. But you, did. you should throw it out. <laughs> My question is, though, what what was their plan for Boba and the Rodian? Like, why, why did they even bring them? I mean, was it just to help them scoop up, you know, little uh, gourds of water? Yeah, what, I don't know, what do they right? do with captives? I don't know. Maybe eventually eat them? Who the hell knows? I'd like a little bit more insight into that. That doesn't mean that we're not going to get it. Who knows what's going to happen in episode two. I assume at least the first couple, three episodes are going to have a heavy amount of backstory. I I don't think. I think they're going to do flashbacks throughout the entire, all six, seven episodes. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, If not all of them, at least enough to get us to where we are here, right? Right. By the way, like what I was going to say in the episode two where he's holding up the helmet, right? Was the head in the helmet? No. When did it come out? Because <laughs> they didn't show it. They just that showed was my helmet. thought, too. Because <laughs> there should be a headline around somewhere. Somewhere. That's pretty dark. The only reason I know is because I looked. And when he picks up the helmet, and the way he looks through it, you can see through the <laughs> visor a bit, and you can see it's clear, and you can see the ground behind it. And I was like, where's the head then? But it's a Disney Plus show. They really can't show severed heads. Well, they can. It's just not right. Well... <laughs> They're not going to show a severed head on Disney Plus. Right. But his right. head should have been in there, yes. But um, anyways, <clears throat> that was what I was like, oh, that's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> so they, uh, so that's that's kind of the, the, the Tuscan Raider side of thing. And I think we're going to see a little bit more to come. Um, I mean, will he get with a woman Tuscan? Who the hell knows? I doubt it. Oh, no time for love, Dr. Jones. Well, that's, you know, you're talking... If it's uh, Avatar, <laughs> right? <clears throat> Maybe so. Maybe but so. But then they can have a baby fit. I mean, why else would he stay in? He's, he's going to, I guess, look for his armor, find the Jawas. He doesn't know who took well, it, actually. He just kind of got beaten. So he doesn't know who took Right. Well, here's the thing. I mean, yeah, they can throw in a love interest, blah, blah, blah. I kind of hope they don't. I think no, that I this so is more like, I think this is, I mean, obviously he's, a man and he's kind of set in his ways, but perhaps this is going to be his first real feel of feeling of family since his dad died. Maybe, or well, yeah, he had a group in, in clone wars where he, you know, kind of like hang out with point is, is this where he learns the idea of respect? Like he right. earned respect from the Tuscan leader. So is that something like, Oh, if you lead this way, I, I'll become more of a, um, Oh yeah. I like more, how you said it in. Yeah. So he got the respect of the leader. Um, and he also didn't kill anybody, <laughs> any Tuscans, which he could have. But he's also beaten the hell out of him. He's got like sarlacc juice all over him. And he's not in the best of shapes. Um, even in Mandalorian, he wasn't in great shape. It wasn't until they show him in the back because he's fully healed, kind of fully healed. He's got a lot of scars are gone. You know, his eyebrows have grew back and everything. So, okay. So now we go to, let's, let's jump to current time where he's. Gets out of the back then, sits on his throne, <coughs> awaiting his, uh, what do they call him? Tribute. Uh, tributes. And uh, we see a walrus man with a yeah. chunk. A Trandoshan comes in and a very godfather-like, you know, he's sitting there getting, you know, 
you know, talking, here's your tribute, but the way he said, uh, or she, I can't tell if it was a he or she, um, may you never leave. <laughs> it's like, even when a Trandoshan gives you things a compliment, it sounds like a threat, <laughs> you know? So that yeah, was cool. Well, then, then probably the worst character of the entire show was that this mayor's, uh, stand in yeah he was kind of he was really now he's meant to be annoying but he felt a little more like you know i don't know he felt to our world the way he talked i was kind of hoping you know i don't know he just felt weird um but it was funny maybe he's supposed to be funny i I just thought he was uh overly conceited you know right hand man swarmy yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thinks he's better than you, blah, blah, blah. I think, yeah, you know, a little bit of a stereotype there, but obviously the mayor thinks he's the hot shit. Well, he deserves tribute. They call him, they call Boba Fett a daimo, right? Daimyo. <laughs> Daimyo. When I, I guess when I looked that up, that's a uh, Japanese term for basically somebody who works for a shogun. Yes. So he's not the leader. If if they use that word, if that word means the same thing in the Star Wars universe, then I, I think they it's show, a loose translation. It a loose translation is Lord. Yeah, but he works for a king, right? Lords work for kings. Yeah, there's got to be some other. Which is that a hint that we're right? That's see, what I'm asking. Right? Like Crimson Dawn is that you know whatever? Right. Or Black so, Sun? Right? Wait, Black Sun. That's a different universe. Nope, that's in here too. It is okay. Yeah. So we know he's not, he, not as Boba Fett know that. I'm assuming that he knows that there's a bigger, he's only like got this part of Tatooine, right? Well, he wants all of Tatooine. I mean, didn't but, Jabba control all of Tatooine at one point? I, I believe so, but I thought there was more huts on Tatooine. I don't know. I have to look at there, that. There are definitely more huts because, you know, that's, that's, which is funny that huts, these giant slugs are known for being master criminals and running criminal empires. Yeah. Like how? how you know you have to have i mean to start out you have to have some kind of physicality to physically take over something maybe they that, that's one thing that's just always interests me about this strong will or star something. wars right at least with the uh oh i can't remember the, the, the pikes right they kill people yeah i mean and they show them i mean yeah fighting horrible looking and they're you know they're they're strong people or strong men strong women right. whatever they use force and they kill a lot of people right so this guy, this uh, mayor's whatever, says you you might expect to see another delegation <laughs> later on. I'll talk to you. All right. So they go and leave. They go to a cantina um, and walk in and to get tribute from, I guess it's his cantina or his one of his properties. Right. Things. And I found now it's a cantina slash, I don't know, whatever services you would want, I suppose. It's a house of ill repute. Yeah, I thought it was really funny that she, the guy comes and goes, what do you want us to polish your helmets? Like, nice euphemism. <laughs> like, did that get, like, <laughs> you want your helmets polished while you're here. What? <laughs> that was such a great, great, a kid would never know what that is, but, you know. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> then it gives it to him. Anyways, I thought that was a funny word that they used for that. Like, oh. Yeah, that, um, was, that was definitely a joke for the adults. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. And then, um, obviously, you have uh, the Twi'leks come in. And uh, what's her name playing that Twi'lek again? Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals. I'll say Jessica for some reason because it's another actress. Um, and, the, you know, the, the thing is. Or is is it Jessica Beals? No, 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 no you're, you're right, Jennifer. And then the point is Boba Fett's doing everything different than Jabba did. You know, like even the robot says, you got to kill these Gamorrean guards, which we I forgot to talk about. And he goes, no, no, if you're loyal to me, will you be loyal to me? And they, they took bent the knee, very, very Game of Thrones-ish. Um, so he's doing something different. He's looking for loyalty. He's looking for respect. And he walks into this this cantina. He's not carried in. I walk on my own two feet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see your litter. Yeah. Um, so he wants to show that you know he's independent. And that's what he's been throughout this whole show. That's what they're showing throughout this whole episode. He got himself out of the Sarlacc pit. He's building himself back up. He's doing this himself with some help, you know, obviously Fennec Shannon, things like that. Some allies right. he finds along the way, but he's building himself up. But he's also a stranger in this land because he doesn't know, he doesn't care about the customs, so to speak. He's going to rule differently. 
Will that work? Will, when, when things change, when people try to rule differently, sometimes you get assassinated yeah, quickly. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, so, and she just says, okay, yes, yes. She doesn't care. She has no respect for him yet. No. Just here's your money. You know, get they gave him the helmet back full of money. Um, and then they walk out of the cantina. Go ahead. Do you have something to say? What, did you notice the money was Republic credits? There were some Republic credits. There's all different kind of credits in there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he walks out and then this new delegation comes. I think it's from the mayor. Do you? Uh, it seems that way, but I'd almost. They all, they all had uniforms on. It wasn't like a ragtag. They're not nobodies. Right. They're, and it wasn't ragtag. Like they had no. uniforms. They were definitely space ninjas. Yeah. Um. Now, here's where people are like, if you would say like, oh, my, he, he looks weak. He didn't even fight very well in this. And I would say like, well, if you look at it, if you watch it, I have to watch it again. The first thing he does is shoot, right? He shoots his missiles and it kind of bounces back off of those mm-hmm. shields. So he's already like dazed. And then he gets, you know, hit pretty hard with those electric things and takes a lot of damage. And uh, Fennec Shen gives it a lot. But, you know, luckily those skinny built, Gamorian guards come in with no equipment and they, they help and kind of break the line and decent fight. Then you got a, a kind of a, you know, people getting away, but then the one, you know, he's still Boba Fett. I mean, he does, he does beat the one down and they do that cool, you know, the crazy slap down scene that they kind of mirrored from the Mandalorian series. And then the one guy on the wall that he's kind of disintegrates. Like there was no, there's no mercy there. Oh God. Yeah. He's just <laughs> gone. Yeah, so he is a man of mercy, but if you fuck with him, I, you know. Yeah, all bets are off. All bets are off. Um, I, I will say something about that battle. Yes, you're right. He His default is to go back to the way he's <laughs> used to fighting, right? Right. Going back to just using his weapons and his tricks and stuff like that. And the tide doesn't turn until uh, him and Fennec start working together. Remember, she he kind of gets her up and throws her up over. Yeah. She jumps onto one of the shields. And then the Gamorreans come out, so. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is purposeful, but it, it kind of, you know, things don't work until he works together with a team. Right. So, so we'll see. Right. We definitely we'll see. And then, you know, Fennec goes after the, the two guys. And I don't know if, the, any, if there's anybody that's, that is an office fan. There is no one that is an office fan and a Star Wars fan. That oh, my God. They didn't yell parkour, parkour the whole time. I did. I we all did. Michelle and I did, too. Yeah, she and I were watching as they started jumping. I, started, I just go, parkour! Yeah, it was hilarious. We did that at, uh, we were at uh, our son's house for, for dinner that day. To, it was a big, we didn't get to see him over Christmas. So we went and visited him and we made it a Boba Fett day. So, parkour! Uh, parkour. <laughs> and she, and it, what, here's the strength of Fennec Shen. She's, they're, they're both looking, you know, they jump around and she finally gets in front of both of them and kicks their ass. And then she looks at one and then kicks the other one over the edge. Like, I only need one of you alive. <laughs> so, yep. Um, she's ready to kill anybody. You want me to kill him? I'm going to kill him, boss. Like, I'll kill him. <laughs> she's ready to kill anybody. Yeah, I think she's more willing to kill him, Boba. Not that Boba won't. Obviously, we saw by the disintegrated space ninja. But I think he learned. Boba is trying. Well, I think he's trying to walk a different path. He'll kill you, no question. But right. let's not have that be the first reaction. Right. Now, he didn't kill the Tuscans. I mean, maybe because the Tuscans didn't try to kill him. They just captured him. I don't know. There's some things that have to be worked out there. But the point is, he's going on a different journey. And I think people are, you know, to me, this episode is a 7 out of 10, 7, 8 out of 10, somewhere around there. Because I, I don't think it's long enough. I think it's a prologue. I don't think we, we didn't learn anything necessarily other than he's self-reliant. And I think he's going to be slightly different than the Boba Fett prior to being in the Sarlacc. Yeah, I, I agree on all points. I think a seven out of 10 is a, a fair assessment. It's, I liked it. I liked um, it. But yeah, I, it's a slow, it's a slow burn. And, but they I can't have, have faith. They can't, they can't have much more slow burns. There's, it's kind of like the Hawkeye show. Like you, like there's gotta be meat on every episode. And there was some meat on this. Oh, Absolutely. I think we had to take the time to look back. I think we're going to see more flashbacks, but I have faith in Filoni and Favreau. Yeah, this was this episode um, was by John Favreau. Yep, by Favreau, yep, directed by Rodriguez. I believe I'm not sure, but I think Favreau wrote most of it, like the entire. I think, at least the arc. I would assume. I trust him. 
I yeah. trust Favreau. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to go. I think the second episode is probably going to be better. Um, like, like I said, I understand everybody's hesitancy of calling this a great episode because it didn't pull you in. Maybe like like the Grogu episode, first episode of Mandalorian where you see a baby Yoda. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, right? Right, right. But, you know. But those characters, we didn't know anybody. We know well, we these characters know anyone, now. But also, that you got to remember, Mandalorian. I mean, now the fact that there's Star Wars shows, everyone's like, yeah, of course there are. And there, right. every, the fact that we got you know half dozen more coming out, people are like, yeah, of course, makes sense. Right. But you have to remember, the Mandalorian that was the first Star Wars TV right. show. Right. You had to grab people by the balls that first yeah. episode. You yeah. had to. And they did it. Yeah. So they don't have to do that with this because number one, they're going to get people eyes on this that watch the Mandalorian, but also. You're going to get eyes on this because it's Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Bo- everyone loves Boba Fett, right, for the most right. part. So they didn't have to have the big reveal. Not saying there won't be that, but if I've learned anything, I, I feel like an old man now when I talk about you know the past two seasons of The you Mandalorian. Are. It's, well, yeah, there is that too. But what I'm yeah. saying is, you know, we've only really had two seasons of The Mandalorian, you know, the first two live-action Star Wars shows. But already... We've got a flavor for how Filoni and Favreau work. Yep. Nothing is done by mistake. Right. Um, this might be a slower episode, but, you know, we had this discussion. How many episodes in the second season of The Mandalorian before they ramped up and you found out that every episode had a very integral piece to the entire season and they all right. built on each other? I think we're going to see the same thing here. So, sure. a slower episode? Yeah. But I think by the time we get to the end of the series, we're going to look back at this episode and see how keen essential it was. Yeah. And I think we're going to see more flashbacks of how he became Boba Fett. Maybe even could be some teen things in there. Who knows? Who knows how many flashbacks will show? Um, so that being said, what's your over under of seeing a flashback with Vader? I, I think it's pretty... That's tough to say. Well, we've already seen Camino. We've already seen him as a young man. If they're going to go flashback enough, like Empire yeah, time, I think I. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say it's 100. percent 100. percent Yeah, you think it's definitely going to happen? I think it's more like 60, 70. But the only reason I say that is we got when you have Hayden Christensen already coming back as Darth Vader. Why not shoot something? <laughs> you know. Exactly. Who, who's to say? He hasn't already. I mean, right. they keep talking about all these people that visit the sets. You know, there's going to be lots of cross pollination. Yeah. Uh, again, we've only had one series so far, but obviously Boba came out of that. Right. I and think th- we're going to see more cross pollination throughout the series. Yeah. That'd be I interesting. think they're all going to be super interconnected. So now it doesn't mean we're going to see the Hayden Christensen uh, Darth Vader, but we're, I mean, are we going to see I, a scene where we where he paints his dad's armor? To make it his own, that would be kind of cool. Is that what he did? I don't know. It's his dad's armor, right? His dad's armor was different color, it was blue and silver. Yeah, why did he change the color then? I don't know. We don't. None of us know why. We'll figure that out. So, so any complaints about this episode? Too short, like I said. I think I understand. It's a. It's more of a prologue. Like I didn't learn anything really super new that that we didn't see from previews. Like we know he escaped from the Sarlacc. Otherwise, we wouldn't be right. here to begin with. So that's not new. We just saw how, which is not, which is exactly like if, if you see the memes on the internet, the Pat Oswald filibuster from from uh, Parks and Rec. It's exactly like shot for shot, word for word. That's not an accident. I don't think that's an accident at all. I I don't think they use it. It was nine years ago. It was nine years ago. Yeah, but it was. It's a comedy. I don't. I don't know. It's funny, but if you, I don't see them basing the book of Boba Fett on no, no, just that what scene. is a hilarious comic moment. No Did you watch that? Though? Have you seen it online? Where they have like the scene yeah. where he's talking and it's literally word for word, right? What he says it. Oh no, I haven't seen the comparison. I remember it's now. It's been years since I watched the Patton Oswald. Look it up uh, after this. For those listening, just just look up Patton the filibuster because they have they have people have put up the the scene with him next to it. Like he goes, he's pan down. You see the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> And the fist of Boba Fett comes through. <laughs> the fist of a Mandalorian armor. Yeah, uh, did he? Did he improv that? Yeah, it was all improv. That's fantastic. 
That's fantastic. <laughs> so, anyway, so it's so, funny. For you, biggest complaint is not long enough. I I would have liked something a little bit more to carry me to the next episode, maybe another reveal of something to get me there. Um, I don't know. I just think it felt like a prologue. Didn't feel like an actual chapter of the book. I, I get that, and I 100% agree that maybe Disney should have taken the approach that they've taken with their other Marvel series, where they usually release more than one episode. Yeah. But I'm not disappointed. That's just no, neither am I. And I didn't like that dude, that mayor's dude. I just, he just felt he's the only one that took me out of the show slightly. But, I had know, no problem with him. The way but... he was acting or something. I don't know what it was. Didn't feel Star Wars acting to me. Felt like, I don't know, Veep or something. I will say this. First off, it looks like Tamora Morrison lost some weight between yeah, he did. Mandalorian. Yeah. Back to tank, dude. Because... <laughs> <laughs> then I need a back to tank. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved seeing uh, Boba Fett in The Mandalorian. But he was a little husky when he put his yeah. uh, outfit on. A little yeah. bit, I mean, he looks great. Bit. He Get looks this, much dude. better now. You know what I makes mean, me feel I'm... good? Hmm. The two main characters this, of this show, Ming Na Wen is like 58, something like that, and Tamora Morrison's 60. And they're killing it. They are, but that's one of my minor complaints. Now, I, I'm not fat shaming Tamora Morrison at all. Sounds like but, you are. No, I'm not. I'm really not. But he was a little hefty in Mandalorian. It looks like he lost some weight. The only issue I have is that clearly there are some scenes where it looks like that there is definitely a stunt double in there. Oh, Because I'm sorry, Tamora Morrison (laughs) is not moving like that. And the scenes where it has to be Tamora Morrison doing action, I'm like, the guy is 60. Which, don't get me wrong, he's in fantastic shape for a 60-year-old. He's in way better shape than I am in. But... He's 60 years old, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That said, Mingna, who's almost 60, is in fantastic shape. And I, I'm i sure they get a stunt double for her for some of the scenes, too. But I don't think nearly as many. I think, I mean, I think that woman is magic. She, she is totally is drinking magic. baby blood or something. I don't know what she's well, That's doing. what they do. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, they do it. You know, they drink <laughs> baby blood in a pizza shop in the middle of New Jersey or something, right? Right. And she's 58, bro. No, she looks amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tomorrow Morrison looks good, too. You know, he looks better than he should a few pounds. Again, not fat shaming. But it's a little bit more believable that he can do all these things when he's, you know, a little bit leaner. She, uh, I believe she does more of her own stunts than he does. Probably. But that's okay. That's all right. But that's that's my only issue, is that. They're getting up there, but so yeah, I, yeah. But I, I give it a seven point five for a first good episode. It's gonna, I'm a, obviously, you know, I'm biased. Everybody knows I'm a Star Wars fan, so it's kind of a. Oh, I'm gonna hold it seven. Yeah, um, but I, I think it's well worth it. It's on its way. It feels Star Wars. It feels, you know, right. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for for next week. Um, why don't you guys tell us about what you think about the book of Boba Fett, Michael? How can they do that? Well, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at KyberCast or on Facebook. We have both a group and a page at the KyberCast. Absolutely. And if you'd like to help out the show, uh, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash KyberCast and throw us maybe something in the tip jar. Um, But better yet, just hit the like button. Smash that subscribe button on your podcast device of choice or channel of choice whatever you want to call it from apple to spotify all the all the players were there tell a friend that's even more important and leave a review good or bad prefer good but you know whatever um tell us what you think of the episode uh share it with a friend that that really helps us out um michael it's been a great year for this show anyway so we've 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 picked up a lot of listeners this year um, compared to last year. So very thankful for all of you that listen to the show and for all of you that contribute. We've got some really great friends out there that are very encouraging to us. Uh, Scott, thanks for a great year. That's the, <laughs> He's always very, very kind to us. Um, so it's very nice to, to get those from people. Um, and you know what? Maybe we have to bring our friend Alan back soon. Maybe we'll bring him back for, for uh, the end of Book of Boba Fett. We should we should ask him because he was he was hitting us up on, on text. So Alan, if you're out there listening, you want to be part of the Book of Boba Fett finale? Maybe we'll we'll bring him in on that. Well, plus um, apparently, anytime we bring Alan on our our, uh, our listening, still, yeah. it goes up. It goes up. Which I don't, I don't get. Want, 
I don't get either. Um, so yeah, until uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll catch Book of Boba Fett next week as well. Next Wednesday, so we'll record on Thursday and try and get it out as quickly as possible. So I hope everybody has a great, safe, fun New Year's, and I hope 2022 is better. Michael, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I just wanted to reiterate thanks for everyone that listened. We had a fantastic year, and also, again, we could not do it without you and we appreciate our patreon supporters so very much absolutely the best absolutely okay until then this is the way i have spoken what a piece of junk boring conversation anyway